Bullshit. Let's pretend for a moment we've entered a parallel universe, free of bullshit and full of bold solutions. That's what No Bullshit Marketing is all about. I'm your host, Dave Mastovich. Let's cut the bullshit. Are you hungry for more bold solutions for marketing? Then you'll enjoy our guest today, Chef Jacqueline Wardle. She recently competed in the television show Cutthroat Kitchen on the Food Network. Jacqueline worked as executive chef of Isabella on Grandview, an area that overlooks the city of Pittsburgh. She's a graduate of the Pittsburgh Art Institute's Culinary Arts Program. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. So now we're kind of moving into some of our fun segments, Jacqueline. So we're with Chef Jacqueline who was on Cutthroat Kitchen and uh, is opening a new restaurant that's going to have an exciting concept. She's from Youngstown, Ohio, but a Pittsburgher now, went to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, and she's on No Bullshit Marketing. So it's time to hit the bullseye. I'll ask you to choose between two marketing or messaging classics. You tell me which one you like more, but you only have a few seconds to choose and hit the bullseye. Then Then we'll come back and go over each one. So are you ready? I'm ready. Geico's gecko or the Aflac duck? The duck. Gordon Ramsay or Anthony Bourdain? Bourdain. Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry, or nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. I'm allergic to peanuts. Snickers. <laughs> All right. Progressive's flow or Jake from State Farm? Oh, they're both obnoxious. Um, progressive flow. Orange is, <laughs> orange is the new black or girls? Girls. I kind of hinted this earlier. Minios or Fioris? Fioris. The chew or the kitchen? The kitchen. The old spice guy or the most interesting man in the world? The most interesting man in the world. All right. The Godfather or the Sopranos? The Godfather. I'll give you this one. Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? (laughs) Peyton Manning. She's a Colts fan, folks. Okay, (laughs) let's go back and you tell us a little bit of why you chose each one. You chose the duck. The Aflac duck, right? Well, I've always wanted a duck. Simple. (laughs) Simple. You chose Bourdain, right? Yes, because he's a badass. Okay. And then you didn't like either of those candy bars, but you went with Snickers. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't like them because I can't eat peanuts anymore. I've been allergic since I was eight yeah. to peanuts, but um, Snickers were always better in my eyes. And both are really good slogans and campaigns that you're not you when you're hungry is really... Yeah, those are yeah, those are always funny. Those mm-hmm. always make me Google. And then you thought both Flo and Jake from State Farm were obnoxious, but you went with Flo. Yeah. Okay. Because I hate khakis. I don't like khakis. That is a great answer. That's our best answer yet. <laughs> and then you went with girls. Tell us about that choice, and do you watch both? I Yeah, I'm actually finishing up Orange is the New Black, but um, I already watched Girls. But um, Girls was just, um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to sound like such a girl, but it was emotional. You know, there were ups and downs. I was crying. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. There's just... And then you're confused, and then their sexual appetite is just uncanning. I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. But, I mean, it was on TV, and I watched it, and it, I wouldn't forget it. I'm not going to lie. And then on to the uh, much easier stuff, the pizza. You, you like both Fioris and Minios. I, yeah, Fiori's I like better. both. See, as soon as she came in today, I said, what's your favorite pizza in Pittsburgh? Because, to me, it comes down to Fioris and Minios most of the time. Um, you chose... The kitchen. 
that what you chose or two shows? Yeah, I, I don't remember. know what that is. Or you chose the chew? I don't know what that is. <laughs> there are two shows. Two shows. <laughs> What's the kitchen? Michelle, jump in. Michelle, oh, don't play that. They'll be mad at me. Yeah, so we'll just pretend like we'll edit that out. (laughs) So then uh, you went with the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. The old Spice guy went viral, though. That's why it was such a strong campaign. Yeah. And then... But he's going to be a classic forever. The most interesting man in the world. Everyone knows him. Yeah. I do like that campaign better, too. So, uh, Godfather, were you a Sopranos fan, though? I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. But I mean, The Godfather I watched since I was like six. So. Okay. So explain the Colts thing. Um, I think that was part, like my, my whole family, well, not my whole, my father is a Browns fan. So I didn't understand why he just kept watching them when they kept losing. And then I was just, the reason why Peyton Manning caught my eye was because of his rush offense. So I'm super ADD, so I can't pay attention to anything. But whenever he's throwing the ball, it's like, let's throw the ball. Let's keep going. Let's, let's, not, like, let's just do a huddle. Let's not talk to people. Yeah. Let's go, 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 go. And that's what keeps football exciting to me because, like I said, no attention span whatsoever. And from a messaging standpoint, both Tom Brady and Peyton Manning have done a lot. But Peyton has certainly done more with the Papa Chicken John's. Chicken you taste so good. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's memorable. That is memorable. I'm it's almost sad. embarrassed for him a little bit, but I mean, it works. He was he was good on Saturday Night Live too. Yeah, a couple of those skits that one whenever he's throwing the ball at all those kids, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> all right, so that was hit the bullseye. That was fun. And now we go into the sights and sounds of marketing, which this one it starts off with the song crazy by norris barkley released in 2006 so the year that we'll be talking about will be 2006 once we get through the song which starts off with i remember when i remember when i lost my mind when you're a kid you enjoy doing whatever feels right like ignoring the lines in a coloring book um not going to homeschool with your mom whatever you were completely focused on the moment and there was something so pleasant about that place even your emotions have an echo in so much space You have no pressure to conform, no rules or traditions to follow. You're free to be creative, willing to take risks. And Chef Jacqueline has talked about the risks she's taken, and that's why she's been able to have such a strong career early and I'm sure even more bright things ahead. Then you grow up, join the workforce, and strive to fit neatly into your supposed box. The song says, and when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch. When someone does think creatively or offer a new way of doing things, they and their ideas are often dismissed because, quote, we've never done it that way before. But it wasn't because I didn't know enough, I just knew too much. Most people think creativity is preordained. You either have it or you don't. Yet we all were more creative as kids. Maybe we should spend more time trying to figure out why we lost our creativity instead of blaming on not being one of the chosen few. Does that make me crazy? Possibly. Creativity takes courage, the courage to not fit in, to embrace change, offer new ideas, take risks, and maximize opportunities. And when you heard Chef Jacqueline's story, that's what she did. She embraced change, offered new ideas, took risks, and maximized her opportunities. Come on now, who do you, who do you, who do you, who do you think you are? (laughs) Expect pushback from those around you. And remember that when we think the same old, same old is safe and secure, a new way of doing things is created by someone ready to move ahead. Ha ha ha, bless your soul. You really think you're in control? While we have to take care of our daily to-dos, we also need to develop new ideas and new ways of doing things because creativity 
is the key driver of productivity and personal growth. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe you're crazy, maybe we're crazy. When we were kids, we were able to let go and our creativity flourished. Isn't it crazy to not even try to harness that creativity again as adult? The song says probably, but I say definitely. Chef Jacqueline, your thoughts on the theme of crazy? I think that it's a good song. You picked a good song, um, especially for me. I don't, none of the whole box, none of the thinking beyond the to-do list, none of that bothers me just because that's my daily life. I've never fit into a box. Like being homeschooled, um, kind of pushed me out of my own well there was no comfort zone let's be honest i was i'm i'm like five five and red hair and homeschooled i mean people you're in a box already because people would just think you're homeschooled so i just wanted to prove everyone wrong and that's where my like outgoing personality and i think a lot of my creativity came from was just being feeling like you're always out of place so why bother trying to be in place mm-hmm. just always been a creative person and I think that having that background is kind of where it, what got me here. So when you took those chances and, and you were like thinking outside the box, I'm sure you got pushback from friends, family, neighbors. How do you, how do you fight through some of that stuff? What can you tell our audience to think positively about when they're getting the pushback? Um, just the more haters you have, the better you're doing. So if people are going to tell you, you know, well, oh, she's doing that or blah, 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 you can't, you can't accomplish that or you'll never do that. That just means they're, you know, they're jealous or they're trying to bring you down. So it should just give you fuel to keep going. Good stuff. So the other sights and sounds of the year 2006 include, and we can talk about each one, American Idol is rated the number one television show. I tried out for that. I got through, there was like a, a tryout um, in, in Youngstown, it was at a mall and I, I got through the first round and then the second round, I just got too nervous and didn't make it. So but, what, what, tell us, tell us more about what you were doing. Well, I think that the thing that the reason they didn't pick me is cause, um, I always picked like old school songs. So I picked like, I sang like Nat King Cole for the first one. Um, and then my second one, they didn't have the right song. So I, I like got real nervous and then I ended up, I didn't want to do like the token Etta James song or anything like that. So I like went with like, um, Dean Martin, but that didn't really work out cause I got too nervous. Um, but every time I watch the show, I just get jealous. So I just don't watch it anymore cause I can sing. What made you pick Dean Martin? Because he's from, no, he, I, I just grew up with all those that's what I listened to. That's another thing. Like whenever I was growing up, I wasn't listening to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I can't tell the difference because I never listened to them. Like Spice Girls, never really listened to them. I mean, people think I'm nuts, but when I grew up, I was listening to like Frank Sinatra, Etta James, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles. That's what I was listening to. And I didn't get that they didn't understand. Like, well, that was a great song. Like, why didn't they pick me? But... <laughs> I understand now because I was just weird. Hey, one of, okay. our, one of our guests wrote the book Get Weird. His name's John <laughs> Poutier, and uh, he, he tells a great story about how you have to embrace your weirdness. I think, we'll, just, we'll check in the show notes, but I think Dean Martin's Steubenville. Yeah, Steubenville, Ohio. Like, right. So I was kind of blending that up, messing it up a little bit. Okay, so a famous ad campaign, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC, 
hits in 2006, the Mac versus PC. What do you think of those ads, and, and are you a Mac or a PC? I can never afford a Mac. That's just my thought. <laughs> I always wanted to be a Mac person, but I was always a PC. Um, I think that... I, don't, I think that they're both... Okay, let's be honest. Mac's always better. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. And that campaign was cool. It was a cool... Yeah. <laughs> that one guy was fat and old. But do you, think that's, do you think that that's why everyone thinks Apple's better? Because they had a better marketing campaign? Because there's a like... a big piece of what Samsung Apple Samsung comes out with like a lot of really awesome stuff. And then I've heard that like Apple steals things from Samsung. And I don't know if any of it's true. Apple's messaging has been phenomenal. I will say I think that they've leveled off. And there's less of a gap if there is any... But building the company in the last 20 years, man, style and messaging. Yeah, they, have, they literally have a very clear brand. Without a doubt. So being that uh, your family was foolishly Cleveland Browns fans, in 2006, <laughs> the Steelers won Super Bowl Forty. Which wasn't, a, wasn't as big of a deal for me. But now that I live in the city, there is a huge... This, Ever since I moved here, I've noticed that when the Steelers play on Sunday night and they win on Monday morning, everyone's stoked. Everyone's having a good day. There's like traffic isn't even so bad. But if, when on, they play on Sunday and then Monday happens and they lost, just stay in bed because everyone's angry and everyone has something to say and everyone knows how to fix it. And they're going to tell you whether you want to know it or not. It's true. So I'm assuming in Pittsburgh, 2006, when they won the Super Bowl, it was a great day. And I assume people just called off work. It was a great day, month. Uh, youth football, <laughs> youth football signups increased that year. It was it, it it impacts the region so much from a messaging standpoint, from a pride standpoint, and families do things based on the the Steelers. I know that my oldest son's. Uh, christening baptism stuff the party was scheduled around a steelers ravens game <laughs> so. that's that's what's really cool about pittsburgh is the um just the camaraderie when it comes to the the sports teams around here like if you're it's okay to wear a steelers jersey to a, a pens game if you have to as long as you're wearing your black and gold i think that's really cool we're talking about the sights and sounds of the year 2006 with chef jacqueline who was on cutthroat kitchen and in that year, Google bought YouTube, which was named Time's Person of the Year. So Time Magazine named YouTube the Person of the Year, which is pretty interesting. Google bought YouTube for $1.65 billion. Nuts. I bet they have Max. They <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. And uh, it's interesting because I think that the profit from YouTube this year was 3 or $4 billion billion this past year so it just shows you that in almost 10 years they're they've made that investment back a lot and what it does is google is such a great company and they think about both horizontal and vertical integration from a marketing standpoint and having youtube as part of google and the search it's just just a great combination for them it was really a smart business decision at the time it was interesting because people were like are they paying too much right but I mean, that taking over YouTube. I mean, do you remember uh, America's Funniest Home Videos? That mm -hmm. that doesn't happen anymore. Like you just search them, or people the uh, ridiculousness on MTV. Yes. That's all that is. Is just somebody with all the time in the world searching for funny videos on YouTube and getting paid lots of money. 
And the thing about it's YouTube, genius. the thing about YouTube as well is it it changes the learning style of a gen of every generation from the millennials on, because you you can go and get a how to video of mm -hmm. anything, and so there's good and bad to that because it changes how you learn. And having taught college courses and so forth, that you can just see the difference of how people learn. So you have to really adapt as a leader to that, and it's sometimes challenging because you're used to. Uh, having people writing things down and reading and so forth, whereas now it's like, oh, why would I bother to really write that down? I can just go watch that video again. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting dynamic yeah. for leaders. I think that, that that'll. Um, I think that might backfire in the long run, though. I think I'm a I'm a note taker. I have a whole my brain. I keep in a little book. I take notes. I can't rely on remembering what website to go on to watch a video. <laughs> well, I agree. A big. Uh, checklist person so nintendo introduced the wii and that gave microsoft's xbox 360 and sony's playstation 3 something to worry about and there was that great first campaign whenever they showed the guy losing grip and smashing his tv that happens yeah yeah that happens i was in my friend's basement and that similar thing happened don't put vases around your tv that's all i have to say um yeah, but we was cool. I don't did that that died off though. Yeah. People don't do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's too much exercise to get yeah. out of here. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I just uh, the reason I never liked Wii is because um, it's always like super white and like super. I don't like. Yeah. I, I'm not. I like the Xbox because it looks like cool. You mm -hmm. know, it looks cooler. Like that looks like a baby toy, like a Wii. Mm -hmm. It's just, it wasn't for me, especially after that one time in my neighbor's basement. Sorry, Mrs. Remberg. <laughs> we had to get at least one here tied to the food stuff. So Top Chef airs on Bravo. Its 13th season will premiere this fall. What do you think about that? I watched that show religiously. Religiously. My mom watched that show. We, we, we didn't miss it. Because back then we didn't have like DVR or anything. So you either were home at 10 o'clock or and watched it or you had to stay up later and watch the rerun and then still wake up for school in the morning so that was my favorite and i think i don't know if the following probably i mean it's there's some consistency in it but i don't i don't think it's as good as it was from the beginning padma still is your hot. favorite one from top chef um well i love spike Spike was my favorite michelle's over here raising her arms <laughs> she's excited too that's her i mean favorite. he was kind of a badass and he had a great hat. So, who else? Oh, oh, the Italian guy. What was his name? Fabio. Fabio. Okay. So, Jacqueline, I want you to uh, recap the concept of your restaurant and mention the opening date and everything. Give whatever information about it you can. And then just let listeners know how they can contact you. Okay. So, I, we are hoping to be open um, the small Magali in its entirety, which is 21st Street in the Strip District, was hoping to be open in, by the middle of December. Um, my restaurant is Josephine's Toast. And my contact information, you can contact me through, um, I'd be more comfortable with Twitter. So it's just at Jack Attack Align. Um, and then you can direct message me if you have any questions. Say that again. Jack Attack Align. Yeah. What? <laughs> It's a break. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> okay. All right. So 
we're, we're excited to have you here, so thanks for participating. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Glad you were here. It was a good time. And to our audience, thanks for listening to the No Bullshit Marketing Podcast. Visit BoldSolutionsNoBS.com for show notes, plus additional marketing and messaging resources. Sign up for light reading. You'll receive valuable strategies every other week to improve your marketing and transform your messaging. It really is light, intended to be read in two minutes or less, and it just might trigger bright ideas for you. To sign up, visit MassSolutions.biz. That's B-I-Z. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.